Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome to the show. Bill Ryder with you. We are on the precipice of the NFL season. Been talking storylines and some of the things happening in Hard Knocks and in some preseason games. And to get an expert's perspective, we are fortunate to have Rick Spielman on the show. Former NFL GM of the Vikings. CBS Sports HQ NFL analyst. Extraordinary job over there where I also happen to work, and the co-host of the podcast with the first pick. You can follow him on Twitter, Spielman underscore Rick. Rick, we're almost at this season, man. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no, it was exciting uh, to watch some of the games last night. There's so many storylines going on in these preseason games. So, But now excited to be on the show as a guest with you today. Uh, Rick, so obviously C.J. Stroud did, did not have the world's best debut yesterday. It's early only a couple series. There's a long ways to go. I, I want to ask you about rookie quarterbacks in, in, in this way. There's obviously, and you know about this, massive pressure on general managers in general and certainly to get the quarterback position right. How long, if you take a guy number one or number two or number five overall, or you just bring a guy in as a free agent, how, how long until you might actually, even if you're not saying this out loud, get a pit in your stomach if, if things don't go well? What is the, the timeline that a, an organization's leader gives somebody before they start to worry? Usually the rule of thumb has been three years. You look at Josh Allen and when he kind of hit his stride up in Buffalo into that third year, you looked at Tua down in Miami and last year, you know, except take away the concussions, he started to come into his own. Jalen Hurst, who wasn't a first rounder, uh, but a second rounder, and look what he was able to accomplish in his third year. So you kind of have to be patient to go through those growing pains, but usually you give them a three-year window before you determine whether it's going to be a hit or a bust. Rick, obviously everybody wants people to succeed, and it would be wonderful if Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud both were massively successful in the NFL, but historically speaking, that just doesn't happen. Guys taking one and two overall can go back to the 80s. It's very rare that both those guys have the level of success those teams are hoping for. I hope they both do. I'm sure you do, too. But if you had to bet on one guy, if you were in that seat between Young and Stroud, who do you think has the more likely 
great career, the, the more likely outcome that's going to benefit the team that drafted him. Yeah, I like both of those when they came, both players when they came out last year, but I really think that Bryce Young has something different. And just being around him, uh, I was down in Alabama a few times in the fall, and I understand that he's undersized. Everybody's going to say, well, he's not tall enough. But his demeanor, his intelligence for the position, his ability to process and his ability to anticipate where the throw is going to go to give the receiver a chance to get open is something that I thought was rare when you sit there and you evaluate him. Now, if he was 6'2", 6'3", you would say he's going to be a generational quarterback. But he has to go out there and still prove, even though he's an undersized quarterback, uh, that he can perform and be worthy of the number one overall pick. Rick, when it comes to success for a quarterback in the NFL, in general terms, I know it's person to person, but generally speaking, what percentage of, of that outcome is, is a quarterback's talent versus what percentage is just where they are in the situation they find themselves drafted into? I, I think it's a little bit of both, but the one thing that I learned, and I made plenty of mistakes probably why I'm hosting shows now and, the, and on the media side, is that I always thought the quarterback, you can recognize the physical talent Um, But we're doing all these psychological testing now. We're doing all this uh, different analytic-type scores, but you have to measure how they process. And where I made mistakes was I thought you had to be smart, which you do to play quarterback. But a quarterback can be very smart, but if he can't process in that two and a half seconds that he has to process in order to get the ball out of his hands, that's where I made some of my mistakes. So not only do you have to have the intelligence, but you have to also have to be able to process quickly. The other thing that I think is extremely as important is when they walk in that huddle, those other 10 guys have to want to play for that guy. And they have to believe that having that quarterback there gives them the best chance to win get football games. So the leadership, there's different styles of leadership that work, but that processing and how quickly they see things, and even watching C.J., Stroud last night, you can see the arm talent. You can see him move around athletically. He just didn't look real comfortable trying to get through the progressions, and that'll come with time. That'll come with the experience and the reps. Rick, that is really interesting. If you did, if you had it to do again, if you were in a GM seat in a year or two or three, and you applied what you learned from that stint with the Vikings, what? How do you, as successfully as you can? evaluate a college quarterback's ability to process at the NFL level? What are the te- is, it, is it film? Is it like, what do you do? What would you do to try and figure that out? Yeah, a lot of times you relied uh, on the coaches. And like I said, I've sat in meetings and I've sat with quarterbacks. You know, we always try to look and see if, uh, how copious of the notes that they took during those meetings. So when an offensive coordinator is installing or the quarterback coach is installing, Let's see what he's processing, how he writes his notes down. Some guys can just get it. Some guys just have the memory or or even some of the guys that I've been around with uh, are able to just process that. But when they go up to the board and that quarterback went up to the board, he sounded like installing that offense was better than what our offensive coordinator did at the time. The problem was that he did that in 20 minutes, not in two and a half seconds. So, we try to come up with different tests, working with different 
psychology departments and different psychologists on how do you measure that mental quickness? And I don't know if there's an exact test out there. You try to get it off the film. You try to do that when you're studying quarterbacks in pressure situations during a game, whether that's two minutes, whether you're down or up in the game. And there's just a lot of different uh, layers to the onion, onion that you can peel back. So to me, a lot of the things uh, where I made, uh, we went back and really tried to hone in on what was it that we missed and how could we address it so we don't do it again. And so those are some of the things that we came out just working with different testing and different things we can do better. I'm Bill Ryder here on CBS Sports Radio talking to Rick Spielman, former GM in the NFL and CBS Sports HQ NFL analyst. Uh, Rick, speaking of mistakes made, uh, on my end, no one wants to be a sucker, but I'm a sucker year after year for hard knocks. I stopped watching it because every time I watched it, whatever crappy team was featured, I would believe was going to go 16 or 17 and 0 win the whole thing with bet money. I don't know what it is. I'm just a sucker for those storylines. So talk some sense into me if that's what I need. Because I was look, I know the Jets are going to be interesting and they have Aaron Rodgers, but I was not a big believer in that crowded AFC that they were going to go deep. And now I'm all in. I got to get a Jets tattoo on my face after my reaction to to episode one of Hard Knocks. What is the reality through the sizzle of that show of what you think New York can be? Well, I never, uh, whether it's fortunate or unfortunate, were uh, participated in the hard knocks with any of the teams that I was with. And is that Jets tattoo going next to the Lions tattoo you had on your face last year? Right, right, exactly. (laughs) It's going to be a really strange fit, Rick. (laughs) But I, I think it gives you a little perspective of what happens behind the scenes i think it's entertaining uh i'm you know learning the guys personalities um so i think it gives the fans which makes it very interesting a behind the scenes look of what's actually going on now some of it is edited i know when we did some things not on hard knocks but other uh different types of shows that we always made sure that we had the editing rights we never wanted anything to come out that would give an opponent it potentially a competitive advantage. But I think it's entertaining. I think it's great for the fans to get a look behind the curtain and actually see uh, some of the personalities and what actually goes on uh, through training camp. Do you think, Rick, the Jets are realistically one of the few teams that have a shot at making an AFC championship game this year? I think that, you know, with Aaron Rodgers and all the hype, I think that he is rejuvenated. I think they have playmakers around him. I think Brees Hall, if he didn't blow his ACL, ACL out last year, would have been up for a potential rookie of the year uh, as a rookie of the year candidate as well. My biggest concern with the Jets is not on the defensive side of the ball, not the playmakers that they have around Aaron Rodgers, but can that offensive line, especially at the two tackle positions, protect him? And if they can't protect him and Aaron's getting hit, it may be a longer season than uh, people are anticipating for the New York Jets. Uh, Rick, it is not a secret, Josh Jacobs, Jonathan Taylor, Delvin Cook, Saquon Barkley, that the running back position is not compensated, valued, whatever you want to call it, the way that, that running backs would like. And that's led to some holdout drama and some questions about some of those guys' future, short-term and, and medium-term being a GM running an NFL team is a business, right? It is, it is not tiddlywinks. It, it is a business. What is the proper way from your perspective as a former GM to go about handling these running back situations when they're valuable, but those guys want to get paid money that largely the market, at least right now, does not pay that position? 
Well, if you look at it four or five years ago, those running backs were getting paid, and I was with some very good running backs through my career, starting back with Adrian Peterson and even Dalvin Cook, and we had that extension done with Dalvin Cook and paid him pretty significant money because that was what our offense was built around, the running game. Nowadays, I think you're seeing a lot of these teams playing three receiver sets, uh, spreading the ball out. The, the, the game has become a space game, and the Kansas City Chiefs have proven it, and this is a copycat league, that they can do it with a seventh-round pick or a running back by committee approach. So one of the things that I always did in the interview process is if you had to pay four players uh, elite money on the offensive side of the ball, what position would you pick? And in the past, running back was always one of those four positions. Talking to some of these young head coaches and some of these coordinators that I think will be future head coaches and just get an opportunity to sit and talk with them, they wouldn't prioritize that position now. It would be the left tackle, it would be the receiver, it would be the quarterback, and it may be the tight end now. So it just, I think the game has evolved, so the running back position uh, may have gotten devalued because of the success teams are having with this running back by committee. But I also think, you know, a B. John Robinson or some of these guys, Saquon Barkley, for example, with the New York Giants, that whole offense, went through Saquon Barkley last year, and the reason they had success, I understand that Daniel Jones did a great job and used his legs more, but the New York Giants had success because of Saquon Barkley. He is Rick Spielman, co-host of With the First Pick, CBS Sports Podcast. Check him out on CBS Sports HQ, NFL analyst there, former GM. Follow him on Twitter, Spielman underscore Rick. Uh, Rick, it's a busy time. We are pumped that the football is almost back, or I guess technically is back. Appreciate you being on the show, and let's do it a lot this upcoming season, pal. Okay, look forward to it. Thanks for having me on today. Thank you, Rick. Rick Spielman on the program. Talk a little uh, NFL, a little Aaron Rodgers with us here on the show. I once um, interviewed Rick when I did that TV show, Writer's block. Everything has a pun. My name and a pun. And he had the, one of the best offices for a shot I've ever seen. It was like beautiful books, feel behind him. Did he have like hardwood cabinets? With, yeah, with those books. Pretty fan. You know what? It was it was a Minnesota version of what you saw during the draft on some of those guys especially Matthew McConaughey when he was coaching the Cardinals, uh, <laughs> would do the live looks. Cliff Kingsbury, man, he had it figured out off the field anyway. Yeah, that was a important <laughs> and accurate distinction, uh, Tommy. Uh, 855-212-4CBS is the phone number. What do we um? What do we got perk? What's bubbling up in uh, buy or sell today, pal? Bill, I think I got you covered from all angles with five different sports today in buy or sell. Wow. It is a medley of sports mania and buy or sell next here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Mel, Bry here. Gotta work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty. Daddy! Hey, Mikey, if you're gonna puke, find the popcorn bowl! But my availability is 110%. Coincidentally, so is my fever. <laughs> Kidding. Mel, I'm so cold but hot. Uh, but I'm gonna get you that budget just as soon as I 
Mikey, popcorn bowl! Press 1 to use Instacart and get your family's sick day essentials delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. Press 2 to keep working. Do not press 2. Just use Instacart, Brian. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. He's Bill Ryder, and people can't stop listening. Yeah, I love y'all show. I listen to it every day. You know, 10 o'clock starts up here. It's Ryder Than You with Bill Ryder. All right, welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you. Are you excited, Tom, that Heart of Stone is now out? Uh, I'm going to go with no because I don't know what that means. Got it. Got it. Gal Gadot. I know who right? she is. Yep. Gal Get It. <laughs> How do you say her name? Gadot? I believe that's right. Okay, Gal Gadot, who's a very um, charismatic actress. What? <laughs> Nothing. She's not charismatic? She's been in a, a handful of Fast and Furious movies. Is she a good guy or a bad guy? Uh, she's on the good team. Gal Gadot is in ve- early ones or late ones? Uh, started with the early ones, skipped a couple, came back in the late ones. Really? Yes. Oh, good for her. Uh, she's in Heart of Stone. It is a spy-ish thing, and I watched the trailer yesterday. And I also watched the trailer the day before that. Of course you did. I believe it's out today, maybe. Of course. It's a movie on Netflix. What's yeah. that? Uh, no, you're not required. Just because you want to see a movie, you're not required to watch the trailer. I love trailers. Sometimes, every time that I go to a movie in a theater, I'll come home and then watch the trailer for the movie I just saw. How does that make sense? I don't know. Just, I don't know. Like, look, a lot of things I do make no sense. That makes absolutely no sense. I, wa- I want to see how they did in distilling down the film. Did they sell it properly? Oh, man. Like, what? What does that even mean? Love those trailers. I want a D-cell. Can someone put together a D-cell trailer? Sports writer. <laughs> sports. R-E-I-T-E-R. Nobody wants to sign up for that job. All right. Let's, uh... Oh, let's do buyers. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Bill, let's start things off with Trey Lance's team, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh And yes, I (laughs) I said it. According to head coach Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco made a contingency plan with retired quarterback Philip Rivers last season, and Shanahan said that Rivers was ready to go if the 49ers had reached the Super Bowl. He was prepared to, yeah. Now, the stuff we talked about throughout the whole year, you know, we would have had to seen how that was for the Super Bowl, but that was the plan most of the year. Bill, buy or sell, you're surprised to hear that the 49ers kept in contact with Philip Rivers. 
Okay, let me, can I, I have a question. Can I ask you the question first? Absolutely. Buy or sell that you believe Philip Rivers? Buy. I mean, I believe it. Yeah, that will buy that I'm surprised. Buy. Kyle Shanahan's your guy, too. You've been singing his praises this week. I mean, come on. Doesn't it seem like it's more just like send a little love to a, to like a guy that's got eleven kids? Who's probably I don't know this. This is not. A, doesn't Philip Rivers seem like the kind of dude that would like have a beautiful beer belly by now? Yes, I believe he was coaching high school football in Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's awesome. Is that right? I know he was co- coaching high school that. football. I kind of love that, to be honest. I, I just, I mean, kept in touch. Sure, okay. Really, we're. Really, I don't. I don't buy it, dude. All the right. guy couldn't win playoff games when he was at the right age. I was going to say, at really, any point of his career, ever. Who buy or sell? Philip Rivers was a bigger postseason disappointment in his career than Kirk Cousins. Tough one. Sell. I'm going to sell on that one. You could, you could really go anyway, though. Talk you, to you, me. Could, right. you could. I guess I'm just doing it because I think Rivers is just a better overall quarterback, and I think that's hard to dispute. But, I mean, they're both duds in the playoffs. They never lived up to their potential. Buy or sell, you like soup dumplings. Buy. Yeah. I just. Dude. Where did that come from? I've got it on the brain. I don't. There's a great place in L.A. called I think it's Dim Tai Fung. I just thinking about it. Okay. Did, did Philip Rivers spark that in you? <laughs> no, it's just my my hunger sparked it in me. All right, but let's continue in the NFL here. Aaron Donald's season last year was cut short due to an ankle injury, but after having surgery in the offseason, the Rams defensive tackle says he's ready to go. Quote, I'm in the best shape of my life. I feel like my strength is where it needs to be. I'm trying to make sure that I'm healthy for football, but also for life, period. And right now, my body is looking good, end quote. Bill, my question to you, buy or sell, you're expecting a vintage season from Aaron Donald. From 32-year-old Aaron Donald. 32 years old. I might retire a couple years ago, Aaron Donald. Always flirting with retirement. I'm doing what I'm doing so I can have a healthy life, not just healthy football, Aaron Donald. Thinking about life after football. Man, oh man. He played 11 games last year. Had five sacks. I'm going to sell. I think he's on the downturn. There I said it. There I said it. Will he have more than five sacks? Will he play more than 15 games? I think that's the big question. I think that because I don't think they're going to be very good. So what's he going to push himself for? Yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, five sacks. I mean, if the guy plays four, maybe, which is not a great answer and not a great if you're the Rams. Tells you all you need to know about. But, and by the way, this could be an Aaron judgment. Bye. Yeah. You know I like these on a Friday. Yeah, you do. 
All right, Bill, let's get to some hoops here. Do you like Donald Duck? I think it's a dumb, dumb, dumb character. Whoa, whoa. I'm watching a lot of Donald Duck these days. Yeah. Really? I like Donald Donald better than I like Daisy. Donald. Yeah, maybe I'm just not a fan of the Duck family. Uh, Donald is still a big thing with the the kids, huh? Yeah. I mean, Donald's part of that core. Mickey Mouse, Goofy, Minnie, Daisy, and Donald. My kids went strong Elmo. Like it was, it was the Disney was like the, a little bit, but it was strong Elmo. So we went to Sesame Place, an amusement park, last weekend, and now we're watching a lot of Sesame Street on TV. I gotta tell you, I wasn't a Sesame Street kid, and I, I can't get into it now. Isn't it though? I mean, but isn't it like about learning and like, like oh, good lessons? Oh, very much so. Very much so. If your if your kiddo is gonna watch a show at a young age, that's the one to watch because it's all about learning. You just unlocked something for me. I all I remember about Sesame Street is Snuffleupagus. Is that his name? Yeah, Snuffleupagus. You nailed it. Yeah. Nobody believed he existed, but then eventually I think it was revealed that he did exist. And I wonder if that's why I am very attuned to aliens being real. Because I saw what you poor, connected a lot of dots there. Was it Big Bird? Who was it that, that was like friends with Snuffleupagus and nobody believed him? I thought they were all friends. No, there was definitely a point when my childhood were like, everyone's <laughs> like, there's no Snuffleupagus. And I think Big Bird would, would go, no, no, there's a Snuffleupagus. And the adults would be like, Big Bird, that's your imaginary friend. And it was confusing. And then I think there was like a point where Snuffleupagus finally, hey, Snuffleupagus, show the <laughs> hell up when there's other people around. So Big Bird don't look crazy. That was a deep cut there. That was a deep it's, cut. I'm just keeping it real, pal. All right, Bill. I'm going to bring it back to sports here and talk some NBA. Now, the league announced the matchups for opening night on October 24th and for Christmas Day. Now, Bill, opening night will have the Lakers at Nuggets, a rematch of the Western Conference Finals from last season, followed by the Suns at the Warriors. And for Christmas Day, we'll have five games. Bucks at Knicks, 76ers at Heat, Lakers at Celtics, Mavs at Suns, and then finally, Warriors at Nuggets. Bill, buy or sell opening night's matchups are better than Christmas days. Wait, I, I, your question is, are the matchups better than Christmas Day itself? Are better than Christmas Day's matchups. But you can take it if it's better than Christmas Wait, Day. I'm super confused. What are you saying to me? I I did not follow your question. <laughs> I gave this you the, is on me. I gave you the matchups for opening night, and I gave you the matchups for Got Christmas it. Day. I, I I must have been just, you know, really ruminating on Snuffleupagus. Yeah, I was. Man. He's real. Right, hold on. Opening night is Lakers at Nuggets. Suns at Warriors. Christmas Day has five games. That doesn't mean you're into all five games, though. The problem is, the, the correct answer is is, is sell. But sell. can I be honest with you? Can I just be selfish? Go for it. I hate Christmas Day's games because what I hear is Warriors at Nuggets means I'll be working on CBS Sports HQ for that. Mavericks Suns, I'll be working for that. Like, I'll be working all day. Yay, NBA Yay. at Christmas. Yay. Buy or sell Christmas is your favorite holiday. Buy. Yeah. Yeah. It was as a kid. I kind of lost it a little bit, you know, in my 20s. Now being a dad, it's awesome. Yeah, that's it's it. awesome. I, 100%. All right, Bill, let's stick in the NBA here. Former second overall pick Evan Turner took to Twitter yesterday, or X if you want to call it that, and posted, quote, People would flip their lids if I tried to start a Chris Middleton or Jimmy Butler debate because it's a true debate. 
respectfully for all parties involved, end quote. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell, there's an argument to be made that Chris Middleton is as good as Jimmy Butler. The moment that I heard this, my thought was, maybe. That was my, like, wow. But sell. Sell. I I think there's maybe a debate. I have, oh my God, I have a top 100 list due in six days I haven't started. So I got to be there. I forgot about it. I'll be doing that on Wednesday night. Maybe, I'll let you know when I do it. Maybe there's a debate Middleton could, could, could sort of get close to Butler on that list. But but when you factor in how Jimmy Butler becomes like a top five player in the postseason, Jimmy it's Butler not even the got same. his team to the finals twice as the best player on the team. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. I don't even know how there's an argument to be made here. Like, you what am I missing? You think he's Chris Middle of the Roadton? Buy. Yeah. Yeah, you buy that. Like, Chris Middleton's a fringe all-star player with Giannis on his team. What am I missing? I think Chris here? Middleton's pretty good. I think he's a fringe all-star. He, I mean, fr- what is fringe? He's an all-star. Not, not every year. Have you ever seen the TV show Fringe? Oh, man, you're not ready for that. No, I'm probably not. You're no. not ready for that? No. The twist in that thing is right up my alley. Are you ever going to watch it or I ruin it for you? Uh, you could ruin it. I'm not going to watch it. Love this show. It's like 15 years old. I was watching it. It's like a, it's like a sci-fi kind of mystery. What's going on? They're basically like X-Files cases. And you're like, what? It turns out they're in a war, but you don't know this for a season and a half, against an alternate reality dimension that is their mere dimensions. They're fighting their own doppelgangers. That TV it's, show was made for you. It's I know. When they did the big reveal... It's the first time in my life that I've said something that's not real. I love you. Out loud to the television. I love you, Fringe. <laughs> so you talk to Graham the cat, and you also talk to your television. I'll talk to myself. Are you talking to yourself? I will. Yes, be. big time, and it, it freaks my wife out. Oh, I, I got, When I'm playing tennis, I, I read a book called The Inner Game of Tennis. You're supposed to treat yourself well. So I'll be like, it's okay, man. You're doing great. You're great at this. So, it's sort of like that SNL skit. You're sm- what is it? <laughs> you're, what is it? You're special. You're important. People like you. I'm doing it wrong, but you know you're too young. I don't know that skit, but in addition to talking to myself, it also freaks my wife out. I can't believe I'm going to admit this. I will talk to myself while I pace around the house. Like that's <laughs> that's my thing. That's my jam. I do that on a daily basis. If there's something I'm thinking about, if there's something that's on my mind, I will pace around the house. Why did you call me a psycho? What was it that I did that you said was psychotic? Oh, I'll behavior? never forget this. You tried to go to sleep by playing movies in your head, yeah, word yeah. for word, yeah. scene for scene. Yeah. That's yeah. how you tried to go to sleep. Not to wake yourself up. Major League, yeah. That... What you just described is its own like slight level of psycho behavior. Yeah, that's oh, why I called you a Bill, psycho. Bill, Bill keeps calling me pretty daddy, pretty daddy. He keeps, I gotta, and I'm, you're pacing, pretty daddy. He keeps nicknaming pretty people on Twitter like pretty, like, like that, like you're just mumbling yourself. But yeah, I mumble to myself. My wife has no idea what I'm saying, but she hears, you know, that I'm saying words, and she's just not a fan of it. I don't think that you are on level ground to call me a psycho for my version of counting sheep. It's just replaying Major League in my brain when you're a walking. Stalking, mumbler out loud thinker. Yeah, that's fair. I'll buy that. Bye. Okay, got it. I like the sharing. You're in a sh- oh, this is a great. This is one of the best 
Justified Lines Ever, Season 4. You'll understand if I'm not in a Sharon place, but you are in a Sharon place, and I love that. You're going to get that reference in like six months. I will, because I am going to stick with this show, unlike The Bear, which you also recommended. I love The Bear, but Justified is my, Justified is my favorite show of all time. All right, Bill, let's get back to the NBA here. Former Warriors general manager Bob Myers is nearing signing with ESPN to be an analyst on NBA Countdown. Myers, of course, won four championships with Golden State. Bill, buy or sell sports coverage needs more front office analysts. So I'm going to sell the general thing. Sell. Myers is a big name. He's very smart. And by the way, he did broadcasting. He doesn't like to talk about it, but there's a radio station in L.A. called AM570. When he was in college getting his master's or something, he hosted the pre- and post-games of UCLA game. Like, he's done radio. He'll be great. At, however, what you really need are people who will be candid. Right, like Charles Barkley's great because he's, he's – is Bob Myers really going to just let it loose? I doubt it very much. Maybe I'm wrong. All right, Bill, let's get to some West Coast baseball here. Mar- ball. <laughs> Mariners owner John Stanton did an interview with GeekWire this week when he was asked about Shohei Otani's pending free agency. The Mariners owner said, quote, We focus on developing great players. We believe that the best player for us over time is going to be a young player that will be able to have that will be able to have all the way through our system and develop them. We look at free agency every season to fill needs. From our point of view, Otani is a unicorn. We'll clearly look at him. We'll clearly be in the conversation. But I think we have a great team with or without him, end quote. Bill, by sell, it sounds like the Mariners will be all in on Shohei Otani. Oh, that's a buy. Buy. And I actually like, you can buy, I like his statement. I think it's well-crafted. Buy. Um, he's basically trying not to sound desperate. I think he's trying to sell Otani to a degree, or, or, or those around Otani, on the idea of we're well run. I mean, this is such a juxtaposition of the Angels. He's basically saying we know how to groom talent. We have a farm system. We know what we're doing. I, I thought it was an impressive little little uh, bit of psychops. Bill, we'll finish up out west here. The San Diego Padres have lost four straight games as they open up a weekend series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now, San Diego held a 20-minute closed-door meeting after their latest loss where reportedly Manny Machado said their performance was, quote, unacceptable. San Diego is four and a half games out of the playoffs with 47 games to go. Buy or sell the Padres will be a wild-card team. Man, everybody, who was it that came on this show that we respect recently and said they're going to make it? Former GM Jim Bowden. That's right. I will buy it'll be a wild card team, but buy. I I buy it with much less of the strutting, enthusiastic swagger that I had on this topic, you know, a few weeks ago when Mr. Bowden was on the program. There are many bums strewn across the sports world, Tom, and it's been a particularly ripe week for bumdom. So we've got a crowded field for bum of the week. And I don't think we have an internal nominee for the first time in months. Maybe I'll try to solve that during the break. We'll get to that after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Peter Schwartz. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you here on this Friday. Thanks for hanging out. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you're the MVP. Because when you see that green check, you'll know that part fits your vehicle. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Drew Locke's 19-yard touchdown pass to Jake Bobo gave the Seahawks the lead for good yesterday over the Vikings. Seattle went on to win their preseason opener 24-13. Drew Locke. Getting things done. Let's do Bum of the Week. Hallelujah. I'm a bum. All he's doing is a whole lot of damn nothing. I'm a bum. You rotten bum! I'm a bum. They're a bunch of bums. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. I'm a bum. Who's the bum this week? Let's find out on Writer Than You on CBS Sports Radio. I mean, I wasn't going to nominate you. He started making me laugh. I tried to cover my face. You bit your shirt. Yeah, I did. I'm working here. Oh, okay, the Angels are nominated for not trading Shohei Otani. That's a good one. Uh, John Angelos is a leader in the in the in the um, clubhouse. The Orioles CEO, who reportedly is the guy that suspended Kevin Brown for. Stating innocuous facts. That is still a crazy story. I think Brown's back tonight, isn't he? I think that's right. I mean, you could either go Ron Rivera or Eric Bieniemy, depending on your view of, of, of who is to blame. But that is 
certainly drama you don't need in D.C. Uh, that guy tweets at you and I, Tom, on Twitter. Can we have a co-bum of the week? Two programs deserve this week. Orioles and Northwestern frontrunners. So fan, basically, I guess all those fans come out of the wood. Where were you when things weren't going well? Who else you got there, uh, Tom? I mean, I, I guess Tim Anderson. You can't. You can't square up for that fight and just get get knocked. I mean, he got knocked down, didn't he? He was the one who squared up. He was the one who got knocked down, and he got a longer suspension than Jose Ramirez. Um, I have not nominated myself just yet for falling for the Aaron Rodgers okie dokie, but it's in. It's percolating. It's possible that could be bump of the year material. Stop, stop now. Whoa, it whoa, could whoa. be. Whoa, whoa, whoa! It depends. It depends when you come back to your senses. Let me give you a little expression. Watch yourself. <laughs> bump of the year. Yeah, that's material. I mean, if you're if we're into week five or six, and you are still getting tricked by Aaron Rodgers, yes, that's bump of the year material. Wow. <sighs> I don't love that from you. Um, who do I blame for the Pac-12's demise? Larry Scott? I mean, yeah. Uh, 50-50? Emmett Klyovkov? Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to nominate Larry Scott because I think a lot of times these things, it's easy to lose track of what happened one or two or three or four years ago. Anybody else you want to throw in the mix here, pal, before we, other than me, for apparently bum of the year? Can I put in college football players at Iowa and Iowa State? You can. I know they're college kids. I know they're young dudes. You can't bet on games you played in. You can't bet on your teams, your athletic department. You can't do it. You just can't do it. Let me ask you this. I don't remember. I can't remember when this happened. Should I be nominating the U.S. Women's National Team? For bum of the week, favorites to win the World Cup. Yeah, eliminated. Knocked down. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Do it. You did it. You're nominated. I'm just searching. I'm trying to think if there's any other bums before I go with the obvious choice. There have been a right. lot of good nominees in recent weeks. Yeah, you keep a list of this thing. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Who's got the most so far this year? I still think it's me. Other than you. Uh, anyone not on the show? It's not, Kyrie, it's, not Re- it's not Kyrie Irving. It's not Urban Meyer. Those are two favorites. I don't know. Maybe it's one off. Well, here's a new one, guy. For being born on third base and preventing other people from fairly getting to first. For being tone deaf to the difference between facts and criticism. Never mind the fact that criticism is part of life. For taking a wonderful season for the Orioles and making it about more Baltimore dysfunction. For, according to the reporting, being daddy's little pet who doesn't even know how to act like that properly in a way that's not embarrassing. Orioles CEO John Angelos. You're the bum of the week, bro. That's your bum of the week. I detest you! On Lighter Than You. How awkward for Kevin Brown. How nervous is that guy going to be when he goes back on the air? What are the odds he has a job with a different team next year? Because he can't say anything. He comes back on the air tonight. He can't address it. No way he can address it. That's the thing. Can he? He's so young. There are guys who would just address it and just have them right, like fire me. 
I mean, there aren't many of those jobs is the thing. Like, it's easy for people to say, we support you. And there aren't, there aren't many of those jobs. Agreed. Also, the Orioles are really good. That'd be a fun team to be a broadcaster, right? It, it, it's, it's a good gig in the sense that you're, you are talking about a young, interesting, exciting baseball team. Which is what he was doing, by the way. Like, if, if John Angelos actually listened, he was paying them a compliment. He was saying yes. they're beating the Rays in Tampa, and the Rays are a good team right now. Like, I, I, bringing this back, I'm getting all fired up again. Like, it, it makes no sense. I would imagine John Angelos will be tuning in. Hanging on every word, probably. Or having a lackey do it. Taking notes on exactly what was said. Lackey's a good word. I agree. What do you think a a a, a lackey of a of a rich guy's kid makes? Probably a very well paying job. I know a guy that was a lackey of a billionaire, and he was rich at twenty two. Yeah. Like, do you go to school for that? Is there like, uh, hi, welcome to Kissing Ass two hundred four? We do an advanced <laughs> ass kissing. How does that work? There's no midterm, but make sure you're ready for your final. Right, the midterm is to come in and tell me, the professor, how awesome I am for one hour straight. <laughs> I would be very bad at that class. I actually need to go to that class. I need to go to a class like that where I, they, they show me how to hide my you know, facial expressions. Well, apparently you march around your house and mumble to yourself out loud. I think, I think you just got to work. I mean, internalizing is something you got to work on in general. I got a lot to work on. A lot. <laughs> you do? I'm a weird dude. I'm a weird dude. I like weird, though, man. It's good to be weird. I mean, I, what what did I say earlier on the show that I know you're going to turn into a rejoin? Oh, Snuffleupagus and <laughs> oh, yeah. Big Bird? That's written down. About aliens or something? <laughs> yep. Am I right, though? Did Was Snuffleupagus, like, imaginary for a while? You know, I'm not up on my Sesame Street enough to answer that question. We just started watching it this week because we went to Sesame Place. I just Googled it. You write was an S-U-N-S-N-U-F, and it co- Mr. Snuffleupagus first appeared on Sesame Street. Many of the adults assumed that he was Big Bird's imaginary friend due to a series of coincidences and near-miss encounters that continually kept Snuffleupagus and humans apart. What is wrong with you, Sesame Street? You see what I'm saying? Wow. Poor Big Bird. Wow. And you I know remember- what, too? Uh, you're watching a handful of episodes this week. Big Bird should not be the star of Sesame Street. I love it. By the way, I've been battling fruit flies in my house for a week. <laughs> I'm trying not to trap them and like different you're, like you're still losing. <laughs> I'm losing to single cell organisms. They're beating me. They mock me. <laughs> There's traps everywhere. It's like a, it's become a science experiment. What do you take? You take apple cider vinegar and it's it's the plastic wrap on it. But how do you cut the slits? It's just driving me crazy. Did you watch a YouTube video or something? Lori just does it and it works. So I call her. She's like, just do this, and I kept screwing it up. So yes, I got a line. Now I'm experimenting. Snuffleupagus was real, folks. <laughs> All right, what a weird show. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Rick Spielman. Thanks to Pretty Daddy. I'm Bill Ryder. We appreciate you. We'll see you back here hopefully Monday on CBS Sports Radio.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.